when I was pondering the words to that song, I remembered when I discovered the power of faith. And the first thing that popped out of my heart, it was like a realization. I said, thank God, I'm no longer helpless. I can change things. I can take authority. I can take territories. Uh, you know, are you here in this house this morning? God has put the power back in your hands. You can make decrees and they come to pass. You can open blind eyes. You can cause cripples to walk. Hey, how many of you know this morning you have authority in Jesus' name? a song. This is our life. We've done the impossible in America. I don't know why your shout is not loud enough. I said we have done the impossible in America. years ago I was driving in my rusted car and I didn't know where to sleep and God said I have blessed you without seeing anything it took me a while to believe it and can you believe that black folks in America 300 of us we are living debt free we're frying a challenger jet. We're traveling all over America, raising altars, and we're taking America back. when God gave me the revelation from Psalm 47. He said, oh, clap your hands. All you people. He said, shout unto God. Uh -huh. You see now, triumph has a voice. You can't say you have triumph and you are shouting, hallelujah. No, when you shout for triumph, you are shouting for mastery. 
And when I looked up the meaning, he said that that shout mars the power of the enemy. When I lift up a shout that makes the grave, every weapon of the enemy comes crashing. Hey, you can shout out some things this morning. You can move mountains this morning. Yeah! Hallelujah! Yeah! Yeah! I know where people with GED are making six-figure incomes. This is the only place I know that a church our size can be flying a Challenger jet debt-free, paid for cash. Hey, this is the only place I know that have an understanding that God can take America back through us, hallelujah. We don't need thousands. We are Gideon's army. Come on, shout like it. Praise like it. Lift up and praise. Here's your last shout before we move on. God just said to me to tell you, whatever mountain you're facing, my this morning. Whatever stronghold you're facing, shout it down this morning. Whatever enemy, hey, take him down. Take him down. Take him down. just said to me he said many of you have tried to shout but your shout didn't reach that triumph temple he said do you know why he said to me you are shouting so that something will happen no I told you to shout to effect what has already happened I'm shouting expecting you to come down because God has already put 
pull them strongholds down. Defeat the enemy. Someone asked me, do you know why you sowed 13 months instead of the 12 months God said? I said, well, I was just desperate for a breakthrough. So God said to start at the beginning of the year. I started right then. So that, that's why I went 13 months. He says, because of the breakthrough God gave you with the pilots. <laughs> we have the best. We have the best. I mean, we, we were going into an airport. I don't know if it's uh, Alaska or somewhere. And I came to the cockpit. And you have to understand aviation a little bit. The needles were perfectly lined up. You know, the, the, this one is called the localizer. This one that guides you to the center of the runway. And then this one, the horizontal one, is the glide slope. And this thing was perfectly lined up. And I asked the... The captain, because the copilot was fly, uh, flying, I said, oh, is that radio off? He said, no, that's live. He said, if a man can hold it that steady, he's good. <laughs> Come on, I fly airplanes, so I know. <laughs> With winds and everything else. Going at jet speed. Hallelujah. With all the turbulence. And he held it perfectly. I remember we were going to Alaska, and the forecast was bad. And they were, they were trying to cancel the flight. I said, no. We have changed the weather so many times. I said, Lord, this is a good time for these pilots to taste resurrection. <laughs> so I looked at the minister and said, which one of you has faith? You know who would jump first. You see, all the hands are pointing to him. <laughs> so which one of you has faith to make this decree? He jumped off immediately. I handed him the mic. No, there was no mic. There was no mic. So he, he made that decree. And then the Holy Spirit said, now, add this to it to perfect it. And I added it. I told the pilots, let's go. Forget the weatherman. <laughs> we took off. They still heralded it as one of their greatest experiences in life. And we're going into Alaska. And the weather was sucked up. We called it the soup, you know. We were in the soup. And we kept going, coming down. And we kept coming down. And just about a fourth of a mile to the runway. God did something that shocked the pilot. It was like something happened, and he just created a, a massive hole. And the runway was screaming at us that we could have landed visual. And the pilot screamed, this is a miracle. How can the weather change suddenly? I say, it's the hand of God. He waited until the last minute. So you cannot say front moved in. Or, no, 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 no. He waited until just before we landed. He went, whew, and the runway appeared. Even the pilots started screaming, this is the hand of God. Glory to God. 
and greater things are happening in 2022. It used to take us two hours to do each capital. And this last trip, the glory was moving so powerfully. We're doing 29 minutes. Look at some of these guys are in their 70s. Amen. And we're marching around the capital seven times. Raise all the altars and leave in 29 minutes. Hey, this is a place where the glory is giving youth. Hallelujah. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Hey. Huh? He said they shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Why? To show that the Lord is faithful. Come on. Don't you live in America? Go into your own family. See people in their 70s. These ones are running. Nobody's walking with a stick. Nobody's sick. No pay. Come on. I know G and Leonard are not here. You would have seen an 82, 83 year old. Not sick. No, not, no cane. No, no nothing. Hey. I said, all this glory producing this stuff, that's my own insurance. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God. See, I'm believing God for a goal too. Amen. The global jet. Hallelujah. God said we will have four of them. This is number one. We are believing for number two. We are going non-stop globally. All the crusades in the Philippines, in Kenya, in Nigeria, all over the world. It is end time global harvest. Well, whenever we have these celebrations, I always deviate from whatever message or series I'm doing to do something that accords with what we are celebrating. And the things I'm about to tell you are very important. Remember, <clears throat> I believe it was Miles Monroe years ago, yes, that said, if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, yeah. abuse is inevitable. Is inevitable. <laughs> I was in a meeting years ago in India, and the preacher came up and said, you know, if God wanted you to smoke, <laughs> then your nose would have been turned up like all the chimneys. <laughs> your nose is for breathing. And not for snorting, <laughs> cocaine, or, mm -hmm, or them other things. All right. So it's very important that you understand the purpose for this church. God was not looking for another place for people to gather up and have a good time and then go home. 
No, he raised up this church as a weapon. And so he told me that everything that he has promised will happen in my season of weakness. He said, if it happens in your season of strength, he said, it will be impossible for you not to touch my glory. Come on. What what testimony will it be if we were 5,000 members and we buy a jet? Come on. You have the numbers to generate that kind of money. But when you are 300. Come on now. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Nobody can explain what God is doing. We are Gideon's army. Amen. He told Gideon that the people are too many for me to deliver Israel. Because if I do it now, he said to him, you will think that you did it. So now he said, let all the people that are afraid go home. And 40,000 went home. That should help some of us that trust in numbers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you really think you have something. Or people that trust in relationships yeah. instead of in God. Amen. 40,000. God says, still too many. He said, now take them to the water. Let them drink water. And then watch them drink. Everyone that puts down their weapon to drink water, send them home. But anyone that will hold their weapon in one hand and lap as a dog with the other hand, that's who I have chosen. So you see clearly, even before I pray and start this message, that for you to be in God's army, you never let your weapon down. Nobody asks you how you feel. Like they're just saying, you know, my decree works. Hmm? Nobody cares about how you feel. Faith is not feeling. Faith is in God. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is a soul-searching message. Do you know that most believers don't understand that God has a kingdom and that God has an agenda on the earth? That you should make sure that whatever you are doing, accords with God's program on the earth. If God is fighting to get America back from these liberals, how do you vote? Is your vote helping them or is this supporting what God is doing? That is the way you ought to think. Forget about democratic or republican politics. Are you voting in line? with God's agenda in America. God has given us tools to help him take America back. These unheard of things because he taught me these things to go to every state capital and raise altars unto him. Do you know we discovered that witches were doing the same thing and it's the church that has been asleep? They're making incantations. They go to Washington, D.C., to the Boundary Stones. I'm making incantations and witchcraft in America. And believers are busy sitting on their lazy tails talking about this Old Testament. I said, just keep your mouth shut. You don't know what's going on. Beloved, 
in order to get this done. That is why God gave us an aircraft. But watch now, we didn't get an aircraft just because we needed one. We got an aircraft because the word of the Lord came to me to sow a seed into another ministry for one year in order to release my own breakthrough. And so, <clears throat> if you believe in God for financial breakthroughs or any breakthrough in an area, your first assignment is to hear from God. What is God saying that will release the power of his kingdom in your life? You cannot believe God for something while you are contrary to the kingdom of God. It doesn't work. You cannot believe God for breakthroughs. And then you speak against sowing seeds. And now there's a new movement about tithing is this or that. That is error. God said to me, if you don't tithe, you are a non-covenant man. And there's very little I will do with you. God initiated tithing through Melchizedek, under whose priesthood the Lord Jesus is ministering currently. That was 430 years before Moses was born. All the law came. And the Bible said clearly, as you will see in another message, I showed these things, that a covenant that God makes with a man cannot be disannulled based on some other you know, new covenant. In other words, when Moses received the law, he cannot contravene the covenant God made with Abraham, which is what we Gentiles have received through Jesus Christ. Who is teaching this error? There is no Old Testament concerning tithing. And if you don't believe in sowing seeds, then you shouldn't eat because somebody sowed a seed for you to eat. The meat you love, chicken, they give their lives for you to eat. The lamb chops, hmm? the ribeye, all of that stuff. These are seeds sown to keep you alive. How ignorant can you be? Even you yourself is a seed sown in your mother's womb for you to come forth a human being. This is the kingdom of God. May God deliver his church from error and from stupidity. This is not the time to go backwards. This is the time to even sow bigger seeds. Tied 20%. Tied Tight 50%. I've heard of people that started at 10% and they went until they're doing 90%. And then the 10% they still had is still larger than the money they started out with originally. Some of us left 10% long ago. We're tithing 20, 30%. So no man can come to tell me, eh? I'm, I'm pastoring a church of few members and doing things, churches of five. 6,000 can't even do. Supernatural interventions. Come our way and live. Come our way and be revolutionized. Come our way and get your breakthrough. Forget mega stuff. It's time to go to a place where you will find God. But I've exceeded my time. God bless you. <clears throat> this is a great way to start this week. Search your soul. See where you're standing, whether you're standing with God in America or you're standing with whoever you're voting for. May God bless you. We will continue to move in this realm and God will get America back in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Well, all the information are there. Call today for prayer. Put your seed in the ground. Support this vision. 
your life will never ring in the same. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. God is preparing the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. I'm so excited to invite you personally to come to the Conquest Conference this year, July the 6th through the 9th. He gave me this theme, Vessels of Glory. The conquest is what God gave to me as an avenue to share what he has taught me that has caused all these revolutionary blessings and deliverances and miracles to come forth that you will learn from me directly and flow in the same grace. Vessels of glory. He's promising that a glory will show up in the earth. And now he's given me a mandate to share the secrets to prepare so you will be one of those vessels God will use in this end time. I am inviting you pastors and spiritual leaders from me to you. Come on, let's fellowship. Let us strategize for what God will do with all of us. We call it the end time global harvest. We've never experienced anything like this. People will get in the water and the glory of God will baptize them. Sometimes I don't even lift my hands and the glory puts the people in the water and we carry them out. happening right here at Resurrection House All Nations, July the 6th through the 9th. This is your personal invitation. Your life will not remain the same. Your ministry will not remain the same. God is taking his church higher as he prepares us to be his vessels. <laughs>